Hi, this is Dr. King again. Welcome back. Naked man's 24 gurus. Guru is a Sanskrit word which means a teacher, someone who shows you the way. Many of us spend our lifetime searching for a guru in our spiritual journey. We try to cover up our lazy lifestyle by saying that we have not yet found a proper guru. And some of us hang on to fake gurus who mislead more than lead us on the right path. Bhagavata talks about a strange man who claimed that he had not one but 24 gurus. But most of them were not even human. Krishna narrates this story of an apparently mad man who claimed to have 24 gurus. This is a story that is supposed to have really happened during the lifetime of Yadu, that is Krishna's ancestor from whom the dynasty of Yadava started. Krishna was a Yadava. This story is retold by Krishna to Uddhava, his close associate. This was in response to Uddhava's question, how does one attain ultimate truth? The story goes as follows. One day, Yadu was going around in a jungle. He came across an apparently mad man who was totally naked, moving carelessly, brimming with joy. He was young, good-looking, intelligent and had all attributes that could have made him the most successful man in the world. But he did not seem to care for any of that and was happily moving around as if he has nothing to be achieved in this world. He was self-content. Such self-content people who are totally immersed in their inner bliss, who are indifferent to the external world, are called avadhutas. This man was an avadhuta. Yadu approached this man and asked him how he attained such a blissful state of mind and who was his teacher who shaped him in that fashion. Many of us keep looking for gurus who have a magic technique that can take us to great heights in spite of all our wayward style of living. We don't mind paying any amount to such a guru. We end up in futile searches that only make our pockets lighter but don't result in any lessening of our problems. What is actually needed according to Krishna is to be alert and vigilant. Such people, that is, people who are alert and vigilant, find gurus everywhere. They succeed in achieving what cannot be achieved even by great efforts. It is not any specific guru who is important, but your earnestness to imbibe lessons wherever they come from. This Avadhuta story, re-narrated by Krishna, is meant to convey this idea. In response to Yadu's question about his guru, Avadhuta says that he had many gurus and most specifically 24 of them. It is interesting to know about these gurus of Avadhuta who nurtured him into the highest blissful state that he was. Let us briefly look at these 24 gurus of Avadhuta and what he learned from each one of them. Guru number 1. Earth the earth is what supports all of us. 
we trample upon it without even thinking whether it hurts her in any way we indulge in all kinds of activities that can ultimately damage the earth but earth patiently bears with all our excesses and never retaliates it supports us like a loving mother who cares for her child no matter how irresponsibly that child behaves in the same manner avduta says that by looking at the earth he also learned to bear with stupid thoughtless people who misbehaved with him he knew that such people are forced by their nature and providence he just ignores them and continues to love them in spite of their rude behavior looking at the trees that grow on earth avaduta learned how to offer himself for the sake of others without expecting anything in return a tree gives shade it gives fruits and it provides shelter to lot of birds in spite of that people chop it down or uproot it for their selfish needs but the tree never complains and continues to help everyone as long as it lives as they say the sandalwood tree even anoints the axe with its fragrance that axe that chops it down even when it is dead a tree still helps others to provide them with warmth and light so avaduta made it a point that his life was meant for the sake of others no matter how they treated him guru number 2 air the air that we breathe in burns out the food that we eat and converts it into energy that not only nourishes our body but also provides the ability to think and act but the air does not bother about what we actually eat it does not bother whether what we ate was tasty flavorful and so on as long as the food has nutrients the air converts all that into energy it does not differentiate whether the food was from an upmarket restaurant or simple food cooked by layman's kitchen it treats all alike from this behavior of air avaduta says that he learned to sustain himself on bare necessities of life he desisted from indulging in food and other luxuries that are not essential for survival and day to day activities he never became a slave of his senses he limited himself to only those minimum things that satiate his hunger provided him enough energy kept him mentally agile and unrestricted in all his essential physical activities he never indulged in excesses a flowing wind passes through all kinds of things but it remains untouched whether it passes through a beautiful live forest or through a wild fire or a cremation ground or over a rotten corpse the air remains untouched it no doubt carries the scent but it remains untouched it remains pure always in the same manner avaduta learned that he too should remain untouched by whatever happens in the world no doubt his body undergoes pleasure and pain but he himself keeps untouched by them the same way the scent carried by the moving wind 
that is because he is not the body nor the mind he is the pure blissful soul which is distinct from body and mind though it resides in them guru number 3 sky avaduta looks at the sky above at times the sky becomes clouded at other times it appears turbulent sometimes it appears completely dark and at other times bright and luminous it is not really the sky that goes through all these changes it is various natural things like cloud wind etc that create an impression that the sky undergoes changes but the sky always remains untouched by all these changes so avaduta resolves to remain unmoved by whatever happens in nature and understands that it's all the play of natural forces guru number 4 water water that avaduta is talking about here is the water body in a sacred place people throng to these sacred places they take dip in the water and in a way they pollute it but the water body does not take offense instead it not only satiates their thirst and meets their other requirements but also purifies them physically as well as spiritually it absolves them of all their sins in the same way avaduta tries to be good to other people no matter how they treat him let us continue this list of avaduta's gurus in the next episode thank you